This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, Start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Penza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward draft coverage. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports, like all-time NCAA scoring leader Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, and many of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round picks. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The volume. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Basketball, football, they have awesome new and existing user promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You can get your winnings back in two hours. My favorite, the same game parlays. You can bet five or ten bucks in one hundred and fifty bucks or more. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get started now. Sign up promo code Colin so they know we and I sent you the Colin Coward Podcast presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Hi, everybody. Welcome in to the Wednesday Morning Podcast. Our buddy Tyler Dunn's been covering the Packers for a long time. He's going to be joining us in about five minutes. So trade deadline in baseball was nuts. And I said on the air on Premier and Fox Sports, I didn't understand the Padres acting like the Dodgers or the Yankees, a big market team, uh, going after Juan Soto, who is a remarkable talent. 10-year run, runway in his prime. And so I called Scott Boros, the super agent, who's been doing this for 30 years. And on a day like today, I rolled the dice. I thought very little chance he would call back. 
90 seconds later, he called back. We talked 10 minutes on the deal. The guy's an absolute machine. He's a legend. And so I asked him the question. I said, listen, I get the Dodgers making this move. Astros, Braves. These are multi-sports franchise towns. These are major economies. San Diego, I've never felt this. How are they affording it? They don't have one of the richest owners. And he explained it to me. He said, first of all, he called Juan Soto a centurion, one of the 100 best baseball talents of all time. And he said, even when A-Rod initially moved, he was closer to 24 or 25. This kid's like 21 years old. So you have such a runway on him. If the deal didn't make sense because of his war, wins above replacement five years in, you could move him and always get something back in return. But he said the San Diego market is bigger than you think. He said, because of their proximity to Tijuana, they have a Spanish-speaking broadcast. It is highly lucrative for the team and the broadcasters. It makes it a much larger market than you think. He said also, Chargers out of town, it's a one-horse town now. All the attention and money goes to the Padres. He said also, it's very important to note that the Padres ownership wants to create a national brand. They're going all in on this stuff. In a sport of have and have-nots, they want to be one of the five or six or seven haves. They also own some of the real estate, the California real estate around the stadium. They own parts of the stadium. And he also said, if you look at the lineup they have when Tatis gets back, he said, you're looking at potentially sellouts over 40000 a night for the next seven to eight years. California economy, those prices are top of the market. He said... Don't view them as your typical, you know, one horse town. It's a much larger market than you think. Soto is a centurion player, a once, maybe in a decade, all-time talent. And he said, also, which guarantees Soto's productivity, they're surrounding him with players. They're going to have Tatis back and Machado multiple players in this lineup surrounding him. So it's not like years ago, remember, when the Reds had just Ken Griffey Jr. or the Twins have just Joe Maurer. And that feels like it's all they can afford. If you go to the American census, San Diego is the eighth largest city in the United States. And they're averaging the fifth most fans per game. Well, you add Soto. Now what can you charge for tickets? I mean, just to show you the talent that the Dodgers and the Padres have, it feels very reminiscent a decade ago when the Yankees would face the Red Sox. Every offseason was an arms race between Boston and New York. When those teams would play 10, 15 years ago, it was an all-star game. You could have taken the best players on those teams against the rest of baseball, and it would have been competitive. When the Dodgers and Padres play this weekend, turn on one of those games. Now, remember, Tatis is hurt. Turn on those games. Look at the lineups. You could have an all-star team with those two teams. Now, Josh Hader is a closer from the Brewers to San Diego. Those two teams could create an all-star team that could play against the rest of the best players in the league and be competitive. I love it. So it's the California economy, a highly aggressive ownership group. And right now, baseball is in an interesting spot. We know football rules the world, and NBA gets attention because of its stars, hype, and glamour. But if you look at baseball, 
how many teams, and the answer is many, are averaging well over 30,000 people a night? There's an old saying with baseball. The NBA thinks of it first, the NFL gets it right, and baseball makes the most money on it. The volume of baseball games, if you're putting 40 to 42,000 a night with those California ticket prices in that stadium, it makes a lot of sense. So an ownership group committed to being a top five to six have the real estate, the equity inside the stadium, Padres going all in. You may think they're a small market team, but they're really not. You got to give the NFL credit. So they know the Deshaun Watson story is coming down. So it gets released on Monday. Do you think it's a coincidence that on Tuesday morning, they make sure it gets released, at least partially bumping the Deshaun Watson story off of opinion shows that the Miami Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross, is going to be suspended until October and the Dolphins lose draft picks for tampering with Tom Brady. Listen, these big corporations, they used to call it the Friday news dump. They would dump bad news late Friday afternoon when many of the media workers had head off for the weekend. Uh, I thought it was interesting. The Stephen Ross news comes 24 hours after the Deshaun Watson news. And so now by tomorrow or by the time this airs, Wednesday, they sort of dilute each other. And remember, once the games start Thursday, Raiders, Jags, we start moving into regular games. The narrative changes. We don't talk to Sean Watson. I don't know what happens with Deshaun, but Albert Breer came on my show and I thought brought up a really good point is that if Roger Goodell adds to the suspension, significantly adds, the NFL PA could appeal it and therefore Deshaun Watson could be playing in week one. That is not what you want. So even though I think it's viewed as a light sentence, as Breer pointed out, Roger Goodell could say, listen, we agreed with the NFLPA two years ago to create this process. You bring in an independent voice, no jury, an arbiter, a judge to make a decision. We'll live with the results, even if we strongly disagree. So um, I initially, my perception was Goodell's going to add three games minimum, but he doesn't want this puppy hogging up the news cycle for the next six months in a great football season with some incredible stories. Young quarterbacks flourishing, Russell Wilson to Denver, Justin Fields, Trey Lance in Chicago, San Francisco. Miami's got a real appeal now. Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, all these young star quarterbacks. Or do you want the news cycle to be dominated by the ugly Deshaun Watson story? Social media, everybody tries to simplify it on social media. It's always more complicated than Twitter makes it. Football's right around the corner, and FanDuel Sportsbook's here to help make every moment more because right now, new customers to FanDuel get a no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. Got to use the promo code Colin. 
when you place your first bet. And FanDuel gives you $1,000 back in free bets if you don't win. You can bet win totals, division winners, Super Bowl winner, MVP, national champ. Great promotions daily. Get paid fast, safe and secure. No better place to get ready for the football season than on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app right now. Please use the promo code Colin to get started with your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 with FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-HOP P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. Time to bring in our buddy Tyler Dunn, NFL writer at GoLongTD.com. Now, you know him primarily as a Packers reporter, but he covers the league. Sat down with the Steelers' TJ Watt a couple of days ago. He's now in Indianapolis covering the Colts. He's covered the Steelers. We'll get into that in a second. So let's start with this. Um, Like, the Packers are a pretty easy read. Great at running back, tremendous defense, maybe the best corners in the league. But, and I heard this today, I thought it was really interesting, that what the Packers are doing is sort of building a team that Brady had in New England. They can run it, they can defend it, or win with their quarterback, but not reliant on it. But Tyler, something has happened over the last four or five years in this league. It's becoming a weapons league. Cincinnati had a bad O-line, not a great defense. But they had weapons and a star quarterback and an offensive coach and got to the Super Bowl. Same with the Rams. If you look at the NFC, every playoff team had an offensive coach. If you looked at the AFC, the best quarterbacks won. It wasn't necessarily the best teams like Tennessee, who got bounced at home off a bye. So I look at Green Bay and I think, I think they're really talented. And I think they could win various ways. But they can't win in an arms race. And that's what the sport's becoming. And I just look at that wide receiving core and I'm like, there is no one. I'd argue there's really no two. The top teams in the league, none of those guys are a two. 
how big of a concern is it in-house? They're saying it's kumbaya, it's all great, but these are smart people. They don't have a one or a two wide receiver in an increasingly weapons-driven league. It's hard to argue with that, Colin, when you see teams just loading up, especially over in the AFC, right, with what we saw this offseason. But I think the way that Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur looked at it this offseason is, yes, I wanted Devontae Adams back. Obviously, why wouldn't you? But when they when they lost him, they didn't want to be that hamster on the wheel, just trying to replace what they had, win like they won before, and get to that playoff game at home and lose it again. I, I think they're trying to win a different game, win a different way, and maybe drag a team into that back alley. They they haven't done that the last decade, right? right. I mean, they've they've been an offensive minded team that throws a lot, that doesn't win with defense, that doesn't with, win with a ground game. So what do they do? Like much to fans' chagrin, they they went into the draft. They get two Georgia guys for the middle of their defense, winners, tough players, hard nose. Add that to a top ten defense. You hope it's a top five defense. Kenny Clark's elite. Devondre Campbell's one of the best linebackers. Jair Alexander, maybe the best cover man. So you can talk yourself into this team. I think winning a different kind of way. And okay, if they would have went out, drafted another receiver, given the fans what they wanted. Fine, maybe that would have worked, but I think that Green Bay has kind of seen how these last few years went where that's just not working in January. It's not. For whatever reason, they get to that playoff game, especially last year at home against San Francisco, and Aaron Rodgers just resembles a different quarterback to try to win a new way. Yeah, it's it's um there's no reason to beat up on Aaron Rodgers. I think at this point he is what he is. Um over the last 15 playoff games, um he plays well with a lead, not necessarily behind. Uh, home field is an advantage, not as much as we always thought it was with Favre. It's not really a criticism. I, I've come to terms with Aaron. He just is what he is. He's different. And I do think, I, I do think this twofold. One, you're right that the way we're doing it's not working. We need to be more physical. And two is, you know, Mark Murphy said we have three one year deals with Aaron that if Jordan Love had to play, you're not going to win a shootout. You're going to have to win with running and defense. I, I, I think twofold. They look at it and they just sat down in a room and said, it ain't working because our standard is Super Bowls. And if Jordan's the quarterback, he's going to need a lot more help defensively. And I just think that's and I don't think when Mark Murphy came out and said that we got three one year deals. Listen, Aaron's talked retirement four times in two years. I think they see the end. I don't think they think he's going to finish the, the three-year contract. I really, Do you? I'm totally with you. I mean, you look at his contract, Colin. This could be it. I mean, this could be one and done, and he leaves, and you're starting over if you're Green Bay. I mean, the way that they've kind of operated with not just Aaron Rodgers, but all of their star players with these deals, I mean, they're going for it. They really are. I mean, what, once he walks away – this could be a team that has to just completely blow it up. And we could have that argument. Like I, that's why from day one, I was thinking what an opportunity to bridge, right? I mean, you trade Aaron Rodgers, you can get anything you want and you're not in cap hell and you, you can win from one generation to the next. Now they're going for, it. and it, every team seems to be doing this, right? It's an arms race. Like you said, you're, you're selling your soul in some cases, if you're the Cleveland Browns, but Hey, you've got Aaron Rodgers. You know he's an MVP quarterback. You know he's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. 
who cares what happens when he walks away? We're going for Super Bowl. I, you know, I'm not sure if that's the right way, way to operate, but you look at his deal, this could be it. And the pressure to not just, you know, win the division, get to the Super Bowl, the pressure to win the Super Bowl is about as high as it's ever been in Green Bay. Kevin O'Connell is the new coach of Minnesota. So I, I have said, I believe the Vikings will shock the league. Every year there's a team that's okay. They double their win total. So I, I think the Vikings are going to be in the 13 win category. They won eight last year, so they won't double it to 16, but they'll, they'll get to like 13 wins. And my reasoning is this. Kirk Cousins never felt respected or appreciated with Mike Zimmer. It was an anxiety-ridden relationship that got worse over time. So if you and I went to work and we didn't think our boss respected us or trusted us, it would affect our performance. I think it would affect mine. He had that for the last three, four years in Minnesota. So here comes Kevin O'Connell. They call him the tall Sean McVay. Very much into player empowerment. Secondly, Dalvin Cook at least starts the season healthy. They're lucky in that they get Green Bay week one, a team they've played well. And also Green Bay is now trying to work in their receiving core to Aaron, which generally with younger players takes time with Aaron. Trust takes time. I look at their defense. They got an edge rusher. Um, they fell apart physically last year. Probably doesn't happen. I don't think the Bears are very good. And I don't think the Lions are exceptional. So I think the Vikings are the surprise team in the league. But having covered the Packers for a long time, there is a sense that Minnesota can't get out of their own way. That's always been my feeling. So when I say to you, I think Minnesota is the nearly double your win total team. How does that land for you? I tend to agree. And I spent a little time around the Vikings. We'll have some coverage up at the site in a week or two. Sat down with Kevin O'Connell. I'm absolutely with you. This is a... Player-friendly coach, but, you know, when you use that term, you think, oh, this is a guy that's going to, you know, be buddy-buddy with you and talk about your family. But it's 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 to the X's and O's, too. He's actually going to put players in position to make plays, and they're not going to be fighting these wars from within that they did before. I mean, Mike Zimmer, after they lost to the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, they could have hosted a Super Bowl. <laughs> that, that next year, after RPOs just killed them, the offense is trying to put in RPOs, and Mike Zimmer, play sheet in hand, is calling defensive plays to ruin the offensive plays. So they couldn't get a new rhythm. They couldn't even practice the stuff that beat them the year before. They were fighting those wars from within all the time with Mike Zimmer to remove that disease, bring in a coach who, you know, is, is going to be player first, player friendly in every possible way. I mean, I talked to so many players out there. They just, they look refreshed. They sound refreshed. I get it. It's that time of year, right? Everybody's got hope this time of year, but I think it's real there. And I think they did the right thing, Colin, and, and still going for it. So many teams, when they get a new GM, a new head coach, and this is a GM who is all about the numbers, right? Like he, he'd love all the draft picks in the world for them to still want to compete and win and kind of bridge it with Kirk Cousins. I, I used to criticize that in the past, but I think it's smart in this case because they can compete with Green Bay. They can compete in the NFC. They've got a roster that can win right now. And why not, right? Like, what, what do you do? Okay, you're going to blow it up. Then what, what are you going to do at quarterback? You're going to go draft Malik Willis and just hope and pray that maybe he does something. That, I, I think there's something to be said for the building being reju rejuvenated. And yeah, I could see 12, 13 wins out of the Vikings. By the way, Tyler, if you look at their schedule right now, grab your phone, look at their schedule, the Viking schedule. Outside yeah. of the game at Buffalo. If you look at that schedule, all the go-either-way games 
are at home. I think the Vikings got the most favorable schedule. In fact, even getting Green Bay week one is a huge edge because, first of all, Kevin O'Connell, the Packers don't know exactly what he's going to do offensively, right? He's going to implement some of his own stuff, having having played. Secondly, again, Aaron with trust issues, even if all these new receivers work, it won't be ideal week one. It's going to take time. I mean, last year, week one was a disaster against, if I recall, it was on the road. They got blown out. Saints in Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. So I... Let me ask you this about Green Bay. If I said, who's going to have the most catches? Who's going to be their 70 catch guy? Who do you think it is? I can't, I, I can't wrap my brain around anybody. Lazard to me is a 55, 60 catch guy with five touchdowns. That's what he is. You know what the question is to me? I mean, is Aaron Rodgers going to be willing to, you know, get the play call for Matt LaFleur, run that play call and put his trust in the head coach. And it's not a criticism for what he's done in the past. You know, I'm, I got together with Marquez Valdez Scanlon down uh, in Tampa for a story a couple of years ago. And I hadn't heard this before, but I thought he put it perfect. He said, there's two playbooks, right? There's, there's Matt LaFleur's playbook. There's, there's the offense he wants to run, but he gives Aaron Rodgers the freedom to do what he wants at the line of scrimmage. And by and large, he's audibly into things to Devonte Adams that they might've ran in 2015, 2016, 2017, you know, there, there's a, a young player on the team who told me that he, he was on the field with Aaron Rodgers and, and Aaron audible to a play that was from like three, four years before. I think he was still in high school whenever he used that. He apologized to him after the fact, but that's gone. I mean, that report that you had with Devontae Adams is, is gone. So maybe he has some of that with Alan Lazard. He's played with him. Sammy Watkins is a veteran. I think he'll be where Aaron Rodgers wants him to be for the most part if, if he makes the team. But you've got three rookies, a lot of young players. Amari Rodgers couldn't get on the field last year because they brought in, you know, Randall Cobb because that's who Aaron Rodgers wanted. This offense could work. I mean, they've got maybe the best one-two punch at running back. They've got a damn good offensive line. They could run the ball. They could get a lot of good things going with what Matt Four wants to do. So it's going to take some trust, some more trust out of the quarterback to just kind of run those plays, I think, and take what the defense gives you and think about the bigger picture and win that. 17 to 13 game because that's how they're built now with their defense by all accounts, good relationship with the head coach. I, I, I would think he's going to buy in. He's got $50 million, 50 million reasons to buy in. Um, but you're the MVP, right? I mean, you are the richest quarterback in the league. You're the four-time MVP. Hey, it should be incumbent upon him to make Alan Lazard a number one, right? To turn one of those rookies into a stud. If anybody can do it, it's, it's the MVP of the league. So um, you visited the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers and the Packers, um, to me, are very similar in that they occasionally dabble in free agency, but it's mostly continuity, draft, and develop. And they both had a Hall of Fame-level quarterback for the last 15 years. Big Ben's gone, Aaron Rodgers now. And when you look at the Steelers and the Packers, let's be honest, over the last seven, eight years, massively disappointing in the postseason for a, for gold standard organizations. They're very, very similar. One AFC, one NFC. The quarterback situation's interesting. So their star leaves. And this is what Green Bay could be facing in a year or two. The market is what the market is. Mitch Trubisky's a bridge. Kenny Pickett's the young guy. 
So the Packers in a year or two could be looking at a bridge because you just don't always get, first of all, you have to hope the market delivers you a star. It did this year. Deshaun Watson. Green Bay is not going to go out and get Deshaun Watson. Pittsburgh wouldn't be comfortable with his character issues, right? Cleveland will do what Cleveland will do because they're so desperate. What is your sense on what the Steelers are? I look at this division now, Tyler. Burrow's legit. Watson's a star. Lamar's a star. I'm like, they have easily the fourth best quarterback in a division. That generally means third or fourth place, does it not? You know, I was just at the Steelers training camp in Latrobe, first day they were in pads, and it's just different watching the Steelers practice. I mean, you've got Mike Tomlin over in that backs on linebacker one-on-one drill where, you know, the collisions are about as violent as you're going to see in the NFL. They actually tackle at Steelers practice, which is like forbidden in other cities. It's different. It's always been that way. They've always tried to create like the self-sustaining ecosystem of just toughness, of you, you've got to kind of get through this attrition if you're going to start on our defense in Pittsburgh. And I feel like it's all of that all over again. I mean, I don't know if a pass was completed over 12, 13 yards at the practice I was at. It was a lot of run game, a lot of check downs, a lot of tip balls, a lot of pressure. A lot of fans were there. Might not have been that visually pleasing for them. I was kind of joking about this with like Cam Hayward after practice. He's like, yeah, I don't know how much the fans like our practices, but this is how we win. Like, we want to win that 13-10 game. For better or worse, they they have done it in the past. And if their defense can elevate and be better than they were last year, you got to think they're better at quarterback, right? And, and look, Trubisky has been up and down. Kenny Pickett's a rookie, but Ben was in a rough place. Ben Roethlisberger was an absolute shell of himself by the end. I, I got to think they're better at quarterback. And I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl contender, but, you know, they're always going to be there with Mike Tomlin. They, they're always going to be knocking at the door. Yeah, see, I I see the opposite. I think Big Ben led, believe it or not, the NFL in fourth quarter comebacks. And so Trubisky went from an offensive coach in Matt Nagy to a defensive coach. And I don't think the Steelers have an elite offensive coordinator. They've struggled with that coaching position. And so I think Matt Nagy may not be your guy, but I think he really actually from the Andy Reid system got more to Mitch Trubisky than he really is. I mean, let's be honest, the the market for Mitch Trubisky is $7 million. I mean, that is like a number three corner. Um, I think in that system with a shaky O-line, they're going to be a pop gun offense. You pointed it out. You never saw a ball thrown down the field. And I just think when you play Burrow twice in those weapons and Lamar twice and Deshaun in those weapons twice, he has Amari Cooper now. I Do you know, I could be wrong on this, but since they were in the Super Bowl and lost to Green Bay, the Steelers have beaten one starting quarterback in a playoff game. That's with Ben. I like Tomlin. I respect him. I think I think the practice you saw, that's what they are. This week's gold medal performance goes to LA's number one football team. The Rams kicked off training camp with an astounding 15,000 fans in attendance, proving they've become the gold standard with the Dodgers in LA. Coming off a Super Bowl win, the Rams are more watchable, more popular, and now more successful than ever before. A successful NFL team shrinks everything else in your market. The Lakers are officially on notice. It's becoming a Dodgers and Rams town.
This week's gold medal performance sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. The stock market's been plummeting, many economists predicting it's just the beginning, which could mean tremendous losses in your portfolio. Historically, there's been one answer to this, gold. In the 2008 crash when the market dipped, gold went up. Yep, Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust when investing in gold and precious metals. They can advise you on whether gold is right for you. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-674-HERD, 866-674-HE. Or perhaps download their comprehensive gold guide. It's great at LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, Start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. Let's pivot to Buffalo. You were at their camp. See, I think Buffalo is the Steelers 15 years ago when Big Ben was young. Whereas playmakers on the outside, good offensive line, not dominant, but a quarterback that really can go off script, make big plays, a little raw like Big Ben. Sometimes you question his judgment. I thought I thought Buffalo was the best team in the league last year. I think they're the best team in the league so go from the Steelers to the Bills and the vibe and what aesthetically you saw. Compare the two. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different. I mean, Josh Allen, uh, I mean, Isaiah McKenzie in the slot. And I'll admit, I do a show with him at my website, Go Long. And, you know, it was frustrating for him last year to barely play. But, man, he looks incredible out there. Josh Allen has been going to him, practicing, practice out. I mean, this is the longest tenured receiver on the team, believe it or not, he was there for Josh Allen's rookie season. So there's another weapon for you. Diggs is Diggs. Gabriel Davis, obviously we saw what he did against Kansas city. Dawson Knox could be a top 10 tight end. They've got a lot of weapons. They've got a lot of options. It's just funny watching their practice though. And I just keep thinking none of this matters. You know, nothing that happens in August matters for Buffalo or September or October or no, or November. You know, the last three years, they've been right there. They've been in the playoffs, especially the last two, with an offense worthy of winning it all, and they have melted down. Um, I, I think the head coach specifically, you know, two years ago was the chip shot field goals against the Chiefs that are going to get you nothing. You know, they're, they're not going to win that game anyways in the AFC Championship game, but he did them no favors, Sean McDermott. And then last year, obviously, with 13 seconds, talking to players, coaches, people in and around the team, um, not a lot of accountability publicly, obviously, but I think not a lot of accountability internally, at least in the le- in the 48 hours after that game that left a lot to be desired. You're talking about a detail-oriented coach, Colin. I mean, May, June, it doesn't matter what time of year, this guy 
has cleansed the building and it needed to be cleansed after Rex Ryan. It was an absolute cluster. You know what with Rex Ryan and he accomplished that, but look four or five years into this, you got to think about the lens of Josh Allen. You think about this team through Josh Allen and, and just empowering him in every possible way and delivering in that moment. Cause they wasted an all time heater last year. I mean, Josh Allen's, He's winning at home in the AFC Championship game. He's winning that Super Bowl, and you didn't get to those games because of your head coach. So I, you know, I'm watching their training camp. I'm thinking this is fun. You know, they they're aesthetically pleasing, like you said, but nothing's going to matter till January. Yeah, I mean, we we have something happening in this league, and I think the Dolphins hit on it that the rules now favor offense, and the Dolphins said we're pivoting from defense to offense as a franchise. We're going to spend all our money on offense. Uh, the Steelers, by the way, are last in offensive spending. And I think when you have a defensive coach in the building, Mike Zimmer couldn't get along with Kirk Cousins. Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson couldn't get along. Belichick, Brady, and then couldn't get along. Vic Fangio struggled with his quarterbacks. The Brian Flores and Tua, reportedly awful relationship. Oof. Awful. Brutal. So we have in the NFL currently, Tyler, we have one ascending defensive coach, Sean McDermott. And I think to your point, the pressure's on. You know, it's one of those things where sometimes there's cultural changes in sports. Um, Sometimes there's rule changes. Like, you know, you and I have watched the NBA become a shooter's league. There are no back-to-the-basket centers anymore. It's like a wasted position. So I think what's happening in the NFL is just look, college football, you can still win with a defensive coach. McDermott's it. Belichick's not winning. Pete Carroll's not winning. Zimmer got fired. Flores got fired. I do you think what you're saying about McDermott is 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 I think true? But Buffalo has been so starved for success. Did they get it, or does he still have that honeymoon halo around him? That's the question. I mean, I've tried to gauge that with fans. I think it's kind of split down the middle between people who say, "Look." This team was so bad for so long, 17 years, no playoffs, build the statues right now for Sean McDermott. And then there are people who dare to be different, dare to be better. Like, no, Josh Allen is special. Josh Allen is an MVP candidate. There's weapons all over the place. Brandon Bean has done a hell of a job bringing in talent. Get over the hump, right? And I, there's, it's, there's a lot of layers to a head coach. You just laid it out beautifully there. I mean, Sean McDermott deserves so much credit for, I hate to use the word culture, but there is something to it. The culture was bad. The culture's now good. Players are showing up to time for meetings. That was not the case with Rex Ryan, whose truck in Bill's colors, by the way, left a little too early from one Bill's drive in 2015 and 16. McDermott's sleeping at the office. All right, all that stuff. But I mean, gosh, you, you, you have to be able to just empower your best players and take advantage of this opportunity because Josh Allen's contract kicks in next year, right? right? It's going to get awfully difficult to keep anybody around him when that kicks in and you got to keep drafting better. You got to keep your foot to the the metal to the pedal. And we, we haven't seen him deliver in the big moment. So, you know, I'm not saying that they need to fire Sean McDermott right now, obviously not, but is he Marty Schottenheimer? They fall short again in the playoffs. Maybe. Right. At some point, you have to challenge yourself to get better if you do believe Josh Allen is this transcendent player. So we'll see if it gets to that point. 
Tyler Dunn, golongtd.com. As he said, he's gone to the Bills, the Colts, the Steelers. He'll have insight on the Packers and, as noted, the Minnesota Vikings. It's the summer. Yours essentially ended here a couple of weeks ago. I always appreciate you coming on, bud. Thanks so much for having me, Colin. Always love it here. All right. Thanks, man. volume make sure to check out the draymond green show i brought draymond green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports unique perspective understands behind the rope also chops up with guests like gary payton zach levine tracy mcgrady make sure download the draymond green show wherever you get your podcasts only on the volume podcast network it's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.